Blog Talk Radio. much for joining me here with Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Chester. My guest today is Justin Credible, and so far, so good. In this humorous, inspirational story of Rhonda's antics, failures, and ultimate understanding of who she was meant to be, Justin's wit and Rhonda's character come to life. A lot of people can relate to Rhonda. Her journey, her self-discovery, and realizations can touch the very essence of our lives. You will laugh till you can and then learn at your best. And you can, of course, visit the website, and that is just incredible so far. SoGood.com. Now, if you're listening to this on one of our enhanced platforms, you can simply click on that link and it will take you directly there. If not, simply highlight, right-click, and go. Of course, we have some commercial breaks brought to you today, and we would love for you to not only visit the link of our featured guest, but also of those who help to sponsor our show. And we want you to visit us on Facebook. Make sure you go to facebook.com forward slash modern living online and let us know what you enjoy about the show today. Well, like I said, my guest today is just incredible and we are so excited about having her on. Good morning. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Now, what inspired you to write the story so far so good as your first book? Well, first of all, I don't really think of myself as a writer. I'm I'm more of a mm-hmm. storyteller. And what happened was when I found out that I was going to be a mom, which I had told that, hey, you're never ever going to be a mom, I thought, well, hmm, my mom died when I was really, really young, and there are things I'd love to know about her, like what her favorite color was, what her favorite pie was, and I don't know any of that stuff. And I thought, I'm going to keep a journal, so maybe someday the child that I have might want to know stuff. So I started putting mm-hmm. together stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And isn't that true? We always have those questions that, you know, we really want to know about um, our family members. We kind of don't learn a lot about our parents just because they're our parents unless we ask those questions. Or, of course, if they have siblings, because siblings always love to tell a good story about, about what well, happened exactly. way back when. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Now, you say that the story is about Rhonda, the main character. Could you tell me a little bit more about her? But I do want to ask, um, did you did you name her Rhonda for any particular reason, like the, the meaning of the name Rhonda, or um, did it just roll off of your tongue? Was there any inspiration behind her name? And then does her name have anything to do with the characteristics of this character? Yes, and yes. Um, Rhonda comes from, in the story, um, she works as a legal secretary, 
And the phone's constantly ringing, and I mean, she even has the ringtone, help me, Rhonda. Um, and, and people are pulling up. They're pulling out her from all directions, do this, do this, do this. And, and, and people who have worked in the law world, they they can relate. I mean, it's like chewing gum, spitting silver dollars, you know, all this stuff, all at the same time, help me right now. And so that's how... I came up with Rhonda. Well, Rhonda's this girl. The, the story's a timepiece because, as I said, some of the stories was, was uh, you know, for my kids. But it's a timepiece. And when she was growing up, girls were non-existent. Um, she starts life off with, like, a minus 10 self-esteem. She's bullied at home. She's bullied at school. You know, from day one, she's mm-hmm. told she's a loser. She's dumb as hell. She looks like olive oil from Popeye. She wears those glasses, those poignant butterfly-looking glasses. She has bugs bunny teeth. She's knocked me. She drags around the cello. And over and over, you know, I mean, it's back then with girls. Well, you know, girls get married, and no one's going to want to marry you. So that's that's Rhonda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's such a hard time when we're in school, when we're in that uh, awkward stage. And I have some classmates that were like that. They they were very awkward when you go back and you look at them. And, and now you see them, and boy, have have they changed. And for many people, like you said, they harassed, they bullied them, they made fun of them. And now many of them are in um Jobs that, that we would consider to be quite credible, jobs that, you know, like they're assistant DAs, they're attorneys, they're judges, uh, you know, they're those types of things. And it's like, wow, I wish you probably wish that you hadn't poked fun at them, you know, now, because now you want to be their friend. Now you're like, hey, that's my classmate. And you know how, how yeah, people, exactly. people kind of do that to want to now bring them back into their good graces. So I can I can understand um, now, how and then unfortunately, Rhonda, they rewrite history. Hmm. But anyway, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> no, no, you're you're right. You're right because then you know they they meet at that that little outside cafe to have lunch and they invite their friends over because they want to introduce you to my judge friend. You know, my friend who's the assistant. You know, DA, the ADA here, and and you try to you try to put a lot of extra on it when it's like what we very spoken school. Or, you know, you were the who one who pushed you? me in the bathroom stall. It's like, who is this person? You know, and it just, yeah. it, it just ends up being, <laughs> it ends up being something that it totally and completely is not. Because then when you ask other people, it's like, what? No, that guy was a bully in school or that girl was a bully in school. So, yeah, I, I definitely hear you on that. Now, how did Rhonda manage to overcome and end up victorious in her life? Well, it's still a work in progress, and it, mm-hmm. she was um, definitely a late bloomer because, remember, she grew up and she had no thoughts on, on her own, but by the time she was 16, she was on her own, and she didn't want to end up in a bad place, whether that's emotional, on drugs, or on jail, in jail. So she was determined to be, I mean, it's the one gift that she was given that to, to be strong. So through the fault, she became strong and, and she became determined that she was going to survive. She, she had her faith, mm-hmm. but that that was always on the back burner. Usually what happens is until someone has a crisis, 
and and then once they have that crisis, I mean, they're talking to the guy twenty four seven, and not that she had a crisis. I mean, it was just like a gradual thing over time. But I mean, it, you know, she had no safety net. I mean, she was just determined that you know I've I've, I've got to make this work. I can't end up you know in, in some hor- horrible place, whether it's just depression. Or, or like I said, mm-hmm. it could be worse. Could be a criminal. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Well, I want to ask you one more question before we go to break, and I definitely want to talk a little bit more about your book. And that is, I know that my listeners want to know how can they follow you online, and of course, where can they get a copy of your book? Oh, okay. Well. Um, and, and I do have a lot more to tell you about the book. I actually want to read some from, from the book, and, and that might help people. Um, sure, if you could just let uh, everyone know where they can, they can go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, there's Balboa Press, uh, mm-hmm. and that phone number is 812-671-9756. If they just Google, like, Justin, and it's spelled with a Y, J-U-S-T-Y-N, incredible, C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E, or they can do so far so good, or Amazon has it, Barnes and Nobles has it, and I have an, a personal email if they want to write me, I'll write them back. But it's D H G E R L S T O R I E S at gmail dot com. So when you put it all together, it's D H Girl Stories at gmail dot com, and girl is spelled with an E. All righty. Well, listeners, we need to take a very short break, but when we get back, we are going to definitely continue our conversation. We'll be back right after this. Are you sick and tired of going to the big retail chains and just not finding anything you like for a price you can afford? Fashion Affair is not like the big box stores. We realize the need for women's fashion at an affordable price. At FashionAffair.com, you'll find everything from apparel, accessories to shoes, beauty products, and so much more for today's modern woman. We even have a kids section. Start saving today by going online to fashionaffair.com. That's fashionaffair.com. It is time to step out and do what God has told you or called you to do. He said all things are possible to them that believe. Faith without works is dead. It is time to get up and it is time to start moving. There is ministry There are entrepreneurs, there are writers that are listening in. Whatever the vision is, whatever the dream is, you were made for greatness. You got to get out of the box. Catch up on the past episodes of Bridging the Gap podcast. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, Google, and more. And don't forget to tune in every Monday night at 7 p.m. for the latest episode with your host, yours truly, Sean Laurie Moore. Join our encouragement community at www.sheroyalministries.com. And we are back. Thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I'm your host. Dr. Angela Chester, we are talking to author Justin Credible today, and we're talking about her book, So Far, So Good. So I wanted to ask you um, the issue of self-discovery. We, You also talk about uh, failures and, and things that kind of break in our lives and all of that, even broken hearts for that matter. Um, what can the reader learn from 
the character of Rhonda when it comes to that self-discovery and figuring out that sometimes we may be broken, but we're better for having gone through it? Well, she set a, a set of guidelines that she kind of ha- that follows and she doesn't really expect other people to pay attention you know to her to come to her for for advice but she does have you know she's been around for a while so she does have some observations and and these if someone reads them there might be one that helps them and if I may read them um I'll tell you about them sure mm-hmm. um it starts okay um uh, well, it starts off, be gracious and look it up on the Internet in the archives section if you don't know what it means. If it's on the Internet, it must be true, right? And then one of my favorite verses, Colossians 4, 6, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with fault, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. You cannot hit a home run every day. Maybe just try to get on base and remember that a walk is as good as a hit. Some days you are foul or even strike out. That's okay. There is always another game, and it really is all a game. Rhonda looks at it at whatever embarrassing play, hit, move, or incident she is involved in. Sooner or later, she will be eating that bowl of ice cream, drowning in chocolate, sipping that wine, or relaxing in a hot tub. Attempt to find one thing you like about everyone you meet. It will make your contact with that person much better. Humans cannot help themselves and are mean. The thing about Jesus and how he loves us and not just one part of us, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord and love people. Um, and then I've got in Corinth, maybe there is an exception for legal secretaries, but, but you've got to read the book on that. People will get over on you. It happens more and more. Get over it. The thing the person got over on you probably won't make a bit of difference in the coming weeks. Remember, there is only one perfect person, and it is not you. But that does not mean that not being perfect can be used as an excuse or a pass for justifying doing evil things. It's about knowing and striving to be better than what we currently are. It's okay to have a pity party from time to time or be sad, but remember, we are not here for ourselves, but here for others. Think of someone that would trade places with you in a heartbeat and then try to do kindness for them. And if that's not possible, then find someone else. Anonymous kindness is the best. Do not be a hoarder. Do not need it. Do not keep it. This includes not being a hoarder with information that you have. If you know something and it will help somebody, tell them. This is especially true for newbies on the job. Of course, there is one exception, chocolate hoarder. While others would line up for the after-holiday sales to get that half-off electronic thing, a toy for their kid, or a cashmere sweater for themselves, Rhonda would be heading to every candy department or grocery store. Dark Belgian chocolate is the best. Life's too short to waste it on the burn in the throat kind of chocolate that will eventually produce headaches. The same principle applies to beer. Do not waste a second on drinking beer with that urine-tasting smell. Belgium wins in the beer category with German beer finishing a strong second. Finances are valid. You spend some, you save some. No one ever looks back and says, gee, wish I had not bought the expensive coat. Buy it. Treat yourself. Do not be if only I would have, could have type of person. Be generous with what you have. It really is not your stuff. God provided it in the first place. Give him the glory. Do not try to figure everything out. You're not supposed to. God has the master plan. Keep physical, physically active, even if it's just walking around the block a couple of times each day, just sitting like a couch potato will age one worse than having a teenager. Do not let someone tell you that you're too old to wear a style. It's none of their business, and more than that, it is certainly not your business what they think. Have a do-not-give-a-damn approach. 
the majority of us who end up in either a soil diaper, heart failure, or Mr. Cancer comes knocking. Something will get you sooner or later. Enjoy what you have while you have it. Sing, even if like Rhonda, you only have one note. Singing at church is a great place. People might not want to sit next to you after they hear you sing, but so what? Be honest, it is way too difficult and stressful to try and keep up with lies and made-up stories. No one is ever as smart as they think. In Rhonda's case, she was not as dumb as she thought. Keep a journal. It's therapeutic. Some days your kids might want to know about you and your family. For now, just ignore the eyeballing thing. Um, I've got uh, pick and choose your battles and issues, especially with teenagers and spouses. Keep growing in Christ. Grow with people who have a relationship with Christ and spend time with non-believers who have no idea what it's like to have a relationship with Christ. One of the attorneys that Rhonda worked for, she called Sweet Michael. She did not know that was what his mother called him until his funeral. There had been a day that Michael was telling Rhonda about the book he was reading and how it provided proof there was no God. He then asked her if she was offended. Her reply was, no, but I'll keep praying for you. Sweet Michael died of a brain tumor. Rhonda and Michael grew close before he passed. She told him about her mother having seven tumors on her brain. And yes, sweet Michael, there is no dignity in cancer. Near the end of his time, Rhonda would go to his house and spoon feed him sugar. He told her that he had given his life to Christ, which he had done it sooner. It does not get any better than that. And finally, one of my favorites, George Washington Carver said it the best. How far you go in life depends on you being tender with the young, compassionate with the aged, sympathetic with the striving, and tolerant of the weak and the strong. Because someday in life, you have been all of these. And um, that's kind of Rhonda's guidelines that she tries to follow them, you know, from time to time, remind herself. Um, it, it, it gets her through, and, and maybe, you know, somebody else, it might help them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What a wonderful reminder. That is so true. It may also get you through as well. Well, listeners, we need to take another really quick break, but when we get back, we will continue our conversation with Justin Credible. We'll be back right after this. Have you ever been stuck on the side of the road for hours waiting for a tow truck to get to you? Have you ever had to get towed to a local mechanic you don't know or trust? Motor Club of America is a different kind of roadside assistance that offers towing up to 100 miles to the shop of your choice. And they get you towed within 40 minutes of when you call. They also have emergency room, in-hospital coverage, and much more at very affordable rates. To find out more, go to MotorClubOfAmerica.com slash Elijah1. That's MotorClubOfAmerica.com slash E-L-I-J-A-1 right now and experience a better way to do roadside assistance. Smell Good Spa, for the women who are making a conscientious change in their personal care products. Specializing in signature fragrance oils, hand-dipped inserts, and wholesome bath and body and personal care products. Smell Good Spa. Use code HELLO25 for 25% off your order. Live good, feel good. Smell good wholesomely. Smell Good Spa. And we are back. Thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I am your host, Dr. Angela Chester. My guest today is author Justin Credible. And we are talking about her new book, So Far So Good. So one of the questions that I have for you is, is what are 
um, some of the comments that you hear from people that have picked up a copy of your book, be it that it's, you know, an Amazon review or you're, you're doing an event and someone walks up and says, oh, my gosh, I just picked up your book, and it is so what, – what do they say there? Well, the response has been good. This, this one lady came up to me and she said, I laughed, I cried, and then I laughed some more. And she said, it, it's an easy read, so it's a book that I like to carry with me. And sometimes when I'm mm-hmm. at places, I'll just get it out, and there's just parts that I want to reread it. Another woman said, I bought another one for my daughter, and, and this woman was probably... Um, late 50s, her daughter is early 20s. She said, we're, we're going to read it together like a book club. Um, someone else said, um, I want you to hurry up and write another one. And someone else said, <laughs> I want to know what Rhonda's doing these days. So, so far, mm-hmm. it's, you know, so far, like the book, so far, so good. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. I absolutely love that. Well, I want to kind of switch gears just a little bit. And I want to ask you about being an author. Um, like not necessarily about Rhonda, but your author experience. So when you were writing this particular book, did you did you have the goal of I want this book to be informative. I want it to be inspirational. I want it to be encouraging. What was what was the theme while you were writing that you wanted to make sure that the readers got out of your book? Well, it was just um, actually, as I said, it was just my stories. And when I would tell people these stories, they would say your your memory is just and, and incredible, which is one of the reasons mm-hmm. for the, 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 the credible name. Um, and I just, and they said, you you just have, have a unique way. And, and I remember I, I, I would tell someone a story, and they would go, really? And, and I said, yeah, I was thinking of putting it in a book. And, and they would say, you're actually going to put that in a book? And, and then they would contact me on Monday and said, I thought about that all this weekend. Or did you know what happened to me? <laughs> And so it, it, it was kind of nice that, okay, so for like, you know, the, 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 over the cup of tea and, and, and the short time or whatever that they're sitting down to actually reading this book, it's sort of um, a feel-good movie. I'm, I mean, it's not like, you know, my, my boss had said, you, you know, what's, what's, what's your book about? He said, is it, is it inspirational? He said, is it life lessons, observations? And I looked at him mm-hmm. and I said, yes. I mean, it's it's just it's it's just all those things, and I just kind of mm-hmm. um, just thought I'd put it all together. He said, "Don't make it sad," and um, I said, "Well, they've already, you know, <laughs> someone already wrote Cinderella." I said, "said you know, Rhonda, yeah, yeah, she starts off as this girl that she can't do anything right. She's unfortunate, whether it's unfortunate, unlucky, uncoordinated, but she pulls it all together. I mean, and uh, mm. she." She makes this work, and and you know, it just wherever you are, it's it's yeah. It, I guess mm-hmm. it was a combination mm-hmm. of all those things. Mhm. Mhm. Now, so many people um, love that I ask these very generic 
questions of the authors that I have on the show. And they are pretty much for that person that's listening that's thinking about being an author or, you know, they've been kind of picking away at it, but they really haven't gone, you know, head in to being an author. So I just want to kind of pick your brain about that. So one of the questions I have for you is, is that when you're writing, do you find that you need to have a certain atmosphere around you? It used to be in the movies, you would go off to the log cabin, you know, in the middle of nowhere, um, and you would just use your typewriter and there's balls of paper on the floor, you know, and people kind of laugh and it's like, yeah, it's hard to get your thoughts out onto paper. But nowadays we have, you know, Starbucks and we have, you know, our, 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 our she sheds that we're able to go and kind of relax. What type of environment do you need when you're writing? Well, again, you know, the, the hardest part for me was actually I had the stories and so I had to actually put them together um, and I and Garrison Keillor, someone that you know I really really like, he always said you know just keep writing, just keep writing the 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 same day. And, and when I found out that Tom Hanks collects typewriters, um, I wrote <laughs> to him because I said finally someone else because my whole office is just all the old typewriter stuff. And I thought that's really cool. And within a week and a half, he wrote me back. And and I didn't I was I said hey I'm not writing to you as an actor I'm writing to you as an author you know I'm kind of dabbling and and then you know I just let it go because I wasn't making it about me but more about him and he actually wrote back and and he typed it and and my my boss said hmm and I yeah I think he typed this he goes there's actually typos and 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 this and I said well mm-hmm. this is kind of cool you know he didn't have a secretary and he said just keep writing and and just go deep with it. And so no no matter what, every day I just sit down. Usually I'd get up early in the morning. I'd just go into work, and I would just sit and uh, just just write for for an hour. Just just you know put like I said, pulling the story together, thinking uh, you know sometimes along the way I'd have people read it, and they would say, well you know you've got to tell a little bit more about Rhonda. Uh, like we want to know about her first love. And so I thought, well, okay, you know, not the, her, there's a chapter in there on her relationships. Um, and I thought, but, but no, I, the, the, the same place, uh, definitely, but, and, and I tried to do it at the, at the same time. I, yeah, uh, Starbucks, no. I, I wouldn't be able to, to, you know, people floating around and stuff. Just, uh, but like I said, mine's more, I don't sit there and think, do I want the word will or shall? I mean, I put it down and that's it. I'm done. I mean, <laughs> this is what happened. I'm, I'm telling a story. It's more the storyteller. And, and, and but mm-hmm. um, from what I'm mm-hmm. told, it's how I tell the story. Gotcha. Well, Justin, thank you so much for being on our show today. And I want to, for the last time, if you would, please, could you remind everyone, um, where can they get a copy of your book and how do they follow you online? Uh, Well, you know, they can get it through Balboa Press or they can just Google Justin Credible or they can Google um, So Far So Good or my email address, um, is um um gosh what is it because I just changed it it's d h t e r l s t o r i e s um at gmail dot com 
And one one more thing I, I just want to say, um, and, and I do have a chapter on this, um, it's just, you know, trust him. I trust him. I, I do that ten Thank times you. every day, and especially yes. just before I write. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate that. Well, listeners, you know we need to take our very quick break. We'll be back right after this. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And we are back. You guys know that one of the things that I love to do right before I sign off is give a shout-out to our international audience. Now, if you want to know the top 10 cities, you need to follow me on Twitter, and that is at Dr. Angela Chester. Um, But I want to say thank you to our top five countries, as I do every week. Coming in, number one is the great country of the United States of America. Thank you, home country. Number two is our cousins across the pond, the U.K. Thanks, U.K. Number three is the Philippines. Thanks. Philippines. Number five, I'm sorry, number four is Ireland. Thank you, Ireland. And a special hoo-ha there to uh, a buddy of mine that lives in Dublin. And last but not least is Germany. Thank you so much. So that's the U.S., the U.K., the Philippines, Ireland, and Germany this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and making our show a success. Well, of course, you can always tune in and find us. We are where you can find music streaming. That means we're on iTunes, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on YouTube, we're everywhere, folks. Thanks so much for having us on. Go to facebook.com forward slash modern living online and let us know what you enjoyed about the show. Well, as always, may the Lord continue to shine his face upon you. May you receive his grace and his mercy in all that you do. Until next time, everyone, have great mental health. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 